0: Shirt Show. All right, let's go. Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Shirt Show! Shirt Man! All right! Episode 40 of Shirt Show. We're talking with Brad, Taylor, and Brandon, an independent trading company in California. Let's go!
1: Let's go! What's going wrong? You
2: can do it. Um that's what she said. All right, so I'll tell you what. Easy way, well, I have two drums of 701, all right? That's and I'm not trying to it, It's a lot. There's a reason behind this. So you know how 701 comes in the 5 gallon plastic things? Well, me being environmentally conscious, I ordered two drums. We just emptied one of them, and I want to ship them back that drum and have them refill it while we have this drum, you know, now we're working on our second drum. And anyway, while that's in transit and gone, and they'll, ref- they'll refill it, right? And then send it back to me, zero waste. I'm sure there's something wrong with it, tell me what.
0: Nothing, other than the trucking back and forth.
2: Okay, I just thought I it would like be your plans. Nice, a nice yeah. thing. And plus you receive a bit of a discount for buying bulk. Easy way.
0: It's the easiest way. Yeah,
2: try it one more time, you can do it, ready? Easy way it's easy all right so the next sponsor we have (laughs) is yeah frank
0: (laughs) can we get one of those like red buttons that staples used to have and then just put frank on it
2: i've got i've got all that i've got all that it's all coming it's all in the works but yeah frank at gsf that stands for graphic screen fashion fashion he stretches screens. To perfection. To perfection. We, we, we kind of did it together. That was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a great guy. If you have any uh, questions about, you know, mesh counts or thin thread versus standard thread. Um, yeah, he's your guy for sure. Give him a call. Or he if you want to borrow to
0: any of his uh, gauges or anything like mm-hmm. that, you know?
2: If you want to, even if you just want to wish him happy Valentine's day. Tell him you him love a him. Yeah, he might not say it back.
0: Mm. but but that's the integrity of the man you know what i mean he wouldn't just lie to my face he had right. to give me the honest truth
2: and he's a good listener like he'll right. listen mm-hmm. he's a good listener um yeah. and our other sponsor monarch they make ink right <laughs> <laughs> they do mm-hmm. and you know Aaron is a
0: great guy too, if you have questions. They'll tell you why something works and why something doesn't work.
2: And why their pigments are opaque um, and- as, as shit. That's a good thing, right? Right, yes. Okay.
0: Well, what's going on today, guys?
2: It's working, raining. And, and you're in California, it doesn't rain in California.
3: They said it was gonna start at 10 and it started exactly at 10.
0: Nice, <laughs> they're on their game out there. Out here they just throw a dart at a dartboard and guess. <laughs> we uh went to long beach i think last year or the year before and the same thing like it never rains out there or whatever the day we got there it was cold and rainy
1: yeah
0: and i was like cool i'm glad i left home
1: yeah i think we met you uh
3: yeah sure
0: yeah yep. long beach yeah yep.
3: that's the only show we do really yeah
0: why is that because it's close to home and easy right <laughs> well, that makes sense <laughs> I mean, it is the logical answer.
2: So independent, I heard, is a family business. Um, so could you introduce yourselves and tell us what your roles are?
3: Oh, great. Um, I'm, I'm Brad, and I, I started this mess, um, <laughs> and uh, we just started making sweatshirts, and uh, that's what we've continued to do.
0: Why, uh, why did you do it? Like, what made you get into that, I guess?
3: A long time ago, I guess we have time. For I
0: wanted that. you to just say I was cold.
3: Okay. Yeah. No, we, we, uh, it's a kind of a long story. I started selling um, T-shirts and sweatshirts for a distributor and hats and aprons and whatever for a company called Harry Rosenblatt and Sons in 1983. And uh, that's kind of how it got started. Um, and, and we carried a Chinese sweatshirt back then that was like way nicer than the Panil and the Haynes and the Fruit of the Loom sweatshirts that were back then. Um, and I ended up working for that company as well why I was also a rep for Harry Rosenblatt & Sons. And, Sens, and it just, I just loved that deal. So that's how we started making sweaters.
0: That's awesome. So what about you guys?
1: Um, so I'm Taylor and I do the uh, marketing and product development. Uh, so the website catalog and things like that. Many new products.
4: And I'm Brandon. I'm the sales manager and deal with all the reps and customer service girls and some factory stuff here and there and so the fun stuff a pretty tight knit company you know it's a lot of our employees have been here for you know, 15 plus years and a lot of them over 20 a lot of them over 20. yes yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a fun deal big family so,
2: so taylor i heard you yeah. just had a little one and um are they working there yet
4: instead of reading them uh dr Seuss books
1: we read them our catalog
0: (laughs) right you want to you want to get it to where they memorize the item (laughs) numbers
1: (laughs) (laughs) they might be in the catalog my daughter's too so she could be in our in our toddler stuff pretty soon here
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I always wondered that how do you guys go about getting uh like models and stuff for a catalog is it something you do or do you hire it out to like an agency to take care of or yeah. I just have a couple
1: of photographers that I use. And um, typically I just see what models they like to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seems to be the easiest way. Cause they already like to work with that model. And it's just easy. I just could just send them some garments. And
0: get it right. Cause there are some like other manufacturers that you always see the same, like six models and you're just yeah. like, there's more people on this planet. I think.
1: You know what? <laughs> what's interesting? I think because everybody's, well, not everybody, but a lot of them are in Southern California. So, like, I'll see our model, like, on the Adidas website, and then I'll see them, you know, <laughs> know that Cuts brand or whoever. Like, our models, for some right. reason, if they work for us, they like to check out all the other apparel brands, I think.
2: Nice. Well, I uh, I'm wearing the Windbreaker quarter zip, and you could probably get a screenshot of this.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and
2: use it. Um, it's the one that has the, it'll help you discontinue uh, that item.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Your sales might plummet after that, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> looks good.
0: Hey, thank you. Thank so you. So how, how, uh, you, how are you guys doing with this whole COVID thing?
3: So far so good. It's, it's it, what what month, the first two months were a little scary
0: yeah, I think it was for everybody, no matter what you were in.
3: We we just figured if, if you're going to go down, we're going to go down swinging. So we started stocking up and um, trying to get more and just you know doing our darndest. Mm-hmm. It, it went pretty good.
0: Was that a very challenging part? Is just getting actual like supplies and everything like that.
3: You know what the the you know we get stuff from China, we get stuff from Pakistan, and the the delay in China because their delay was before our delay um, was about equal to our two kind of cruddy months. I think it was March or April, May last year, that were the Friday months. April, May. Yeah. And uh, so it, 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 instead of stressing about it, it just ended up being, you know, their delay was about equal to what our delay was going to be because those months were shy. And then every month after that, it was up and it was a great year. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like all our customers, like our whole industry, as far as I could tell, did really, really well. You know, we have more customers that have been way up all last year than that were down because we were way up overall.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um,
3: what was it for you guys?
0: It was about the same. I mean, I, me and Andrew have kind of different niche markets and stuff. So we kind of could bounce things off of each other. But for me, it was most of my stuff's online. So I didn't really, take too much of a hit at all. Like if anything, we got busier in certain months because of certain shops closing down and then we were still open. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the hardest thing was just getting stuff like getting, you know, apparel shortages and stuff like that. But I mean, that was kind of for everybody. So, um, luckily a lot of that is kind of back now for the most part. Were you guys having like people outside, like like, you know, hoping and hoping that you would have uh, large black hoodies in stock?
4: (laughs) Oh, totally. (laughs) It was funny because during COVID, like my dad was saying, we went big. So I had mountains of black, you know, and like our midweight SS4500 and all that. And, but with the the shortages from a lot of our, you know, competitors in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. and it was widespread with most all of them, we had the most stock until about it was like November and And then it just totally got
0: right. Everybody took everything you had.
4: Yeah. We were rushing. you know, every factory is full force, but you know, on top of that, you have the, the port delays, you know, were a big issue in California. We saw containers getting delayed like up to 19 days. Um, yeah, we did a whole bunch of crazy stuff to get product here faster and, you know, Did you
0: guys have to do anything like crazy out of the norm to get things to happen as far as like moving things and making things work?
4: um, We did a thing where since the port delays in California were so delayed, you know, it's upwards of, you know, we saw, you know, 18 days, 19 days, even one was like 23 days um, delayed at the port of long beach. We sent a lot of our Pakistan containers over to the East coast and then Unloaded them, had them loaded back on another, like a fifty-three,
0: and then and drew, kind of drove across country.
4: And that was faster than. And you actually saved. You saved about eighteen to nineteen days before the before the port delays. We saved about a month there. But it co- it and we we cost-
3: it cost a little bit. Wave. It cost us a little more, <laughs> but we shipped more. so Why well, was
2: right. uh, why was Long Beach port different than New York Harbor or wherever they go the there?
4: Chassis, um shortage. In California, for some odd reason, I heard it had something to do with agriculture, um, but it's it was pretty crazy. Like, you could go on. There's we all surf, and there's a uh, a website called Surfline where you can it has different cameras at surf breaks, so you could see. Okay, like, are the waves good? Should I go down and surf and all that? And, and are there 40 container ships out beyond the surf there? Yeah. So there customers, nothing? you know, would be freaking <laughs> out like, hey, you know, we're gonna miss this program, blah blah blah. It's like, hey, pull up surf line, click on the bolsa Chica cam, and your sweatshirts are sitting on one of those boats up right there. <laughs> 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 there's, yeah, there's about a one time there's, and there's I think forty it's, or fifty containers. Still sitting like that. That. There's,
3: there's always some sitting out there. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Crazy. It's like every day it seems like there's some sort of new uh, hurdle to get through.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Do you foresee anything new coming up or do you think things are just going to kind of get better? And
4: I think the, the port stuff, it sounds like that should be on the mend um, and getting better and better. But I mean, in inventory is have- have- getting better and better. Um, the problem was we, had, we have so much product coming in every single day, you know, tons mm-hmm. of containers every day, but all of our product has been pre-booked so it doesn't show unavailable to sell. But as you get to where we think we're going to have stock, things keep pre-booking out. But it's looking like you know, like our Black ninety four thousands back in stock. Um, SS 4500, we're getting tons and tons of containers. So yeah. we're hoping in the next... You
0: know, now you said that it was kind of like pre... Does that mean it's like for other people as far as like... It- a certain amounts going to S and a certain amounts going here or whatever. And you just kind of yeah,
4: pre-booked it's like it's to, you know, all the, the big brands we sell to guys that are projecting out, uh,
3: yeah, any customer that, any customer to, you know, that wants to
4: reserve units off the future PO they can.
3: Uh,
0: so they yeah. get first come first serve.
3: Well, they, if they write the order and say, Hey, we want, you know, we see you got stuff coming in, in April on the third, you've got goods arriving and if they're unspoken for, we'd like to, you know, we'll put an order in for that. Nice. And so that's why historically we never pre-book anything because normally we have loads of stuff in stock, but mm-hmm. this last year, just because the shortages, everything gets pre-booked. And I guess you
2: have minimums for that. No, no, no minimums. Like I can order a dozen.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'll take it out of the future inventory. You just can't order one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <I have.
0: laughs>
2: Unless it's a crop. That's kind of a half.
4: I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how good you look in a crop
1: though. I, you good man.
0: <laughs> I would look excellent in a crop top, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I could rep that for you guys if you want. Yeah. Do that dad bod. You would sell so many crop hoodies. Yeah,
4: it's up
0: to you. All right, cool. We'll try it out. Um I guess why why are you guys sticking with fleece? and not offering like tees and stuff like that?
3: Um, so, so, you know, when we first started, we didn't stock. We just made goods for like the billabongs and mostly surf brands back then, you know, because it was in the 80s, 90s, um, Stussies and different people like that. Um, and, and, and it's like back then someone would do, we did fleece. Someone else would do board shorts. Someone else would do denim so we just kind of focused on that.
0: Right. And, you had your niche markets, basically.
3: Yeah. And we, we want to be really good at one thing and not be the jack of all, you know, master of none deal.
0: Oh, no, that's smart. Yeah, and there's
3: enough. There's plenty to do with just right. Yeah.
0: And our factories are
3: set up for police. Yeah. Our factories are set up for police too. Right.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that that's kind of, you know, what I appreciate about you guys. And that's why, like, pretty much over the past two years, we've pretty much almost exclusively tried to sell independent as our go-to fleece for anything, just because of the fact that it's the point of, that's what you guys do and that's what you guys are good at. That's why we get so many people that request it is because it's it's what they want. You know what I mean? Like some of these, it's like all over the board of like, this never fits or, you know, I bought one once and it doesn't fit anymore all this other stuff. I, I, got, I got really sick of that. And I was like, you know what? We're just gonna offer this one brand as much. I mean, obviously somebody comes in and says they want to, buy a gildan or something it's like i I try to sway them but it is what it is and then but if somebody just says i want a hoodie now for me it's like the ss4500 is like that's that's what i'm going for right off the bat um but the other part of that coin is if you're not doing tees and all that stuff do you have like the world's largest warehouse because hoodies take up the most space
3: (laughs) No, regarding the warehouse because earlier you guys said something that's kind of funny it was about november when all of a sudden we started running out of black hoods and we built this thing, we've got a pretty good sized warehouse and this whole back wall of the warehouse holds about 750,000 only black uh, hooded sweatshirts. And I I mentioned something like it's been two and a half years since we've ran out. You know, we try to always have enough so people can get it right now. Cause I know if, if you guys go out and show our stuff and then your reps or whoever your customers buy it, and then you go to place the order and we don't have it. You hate us, right? <laughs> and, and, and it sucks. Um, so we do our best to do that. But as soon as right in November, I, when I said that, that we've been good for two and a half years. I you jinxed it was so bad. That's when it started.
0: <laughs> right. And there was nothing for you to knock on right next to you to say. Yeah.
3: that The black wall was called the black um, wall of, of death is what we nicknamed it. <laughs> and it's it's their five deep pushbacks that are uh, four pallet positions high. So when you take a pallet out, it's like a beer can at Seven Eleven. The next pallet rolls forward, and now That's that cool. air, that area is empty right now, and it's the black hole of shame.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <It's depressing. laughs> yeah. I
3: walked back there and it's just terrible. yeah, and we don't like it at all. My friends, are, you should be happy. All your sweatshirts sold. But it's like, no, there's pissed off people and and whatever, it's a bummer.
0: We've yeah, but it's the stuff. best pissed off situation because they're not just pissed off at you, they're pissed off at everybody. Yeah,
3: it, it <laughs> was a good time for it to happen because it's like, we've got a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right, right, right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but um, I mean,
2: we get that, you know, when somebody calls here and they're looking for that black hoodie and we don't have, or we don't have access to it, we tell them, we you know, they're out of stock, then they think they can call the next screen printer and like they'll be in stock or something, you know? And so it doesn't work like that, obviously.
3: He Mm -hmm. checked every distributor pretty much in the whole world. I think it was November and you couldn't find a medium weight or a heavyweight black hooded sweatshirt in the world at at, for at once delivery anywhere. It's like, so we didn't feel so horrible (laughs) that we were out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) We had (laughs)
0: them. No, we know, I mean, I go through that pain every day. Like I do the ordering, so. Every, you know, for, for a couple months there, it was like, I just dreaded ordering blanks every day because I would get on and I'd be like, okay, the customer wants this, look through and be like, they don't have 2X, 3X or they don't not have larges. Stock. And it's or like-
3: This warehouse, but not that warehouse. Right. right. And was right. just yep. such a nightmare. Having it in stock and saying, yep, it'll ship today complete is the best way.
0: Yeah. Everybody's happy. No, for sure. Uh, I had a question that I had to ask you from my receiving department. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's the reason is this one way, but I want to find out is uh, why do you individually fold and bag your hoodies instead of just lumping them in, you know?
3: Oh, and a six piece. Don't we six so, piece screen, uh, screen print book? No,
4: we, we used to do that. We switched to um, oh, individual, individual, just customer requests. Oh, and also and pulling too, like when the warehouse is pulling the orders, we do a lot of one piece, two piece, and that makes that whole system cleaner and easier. Well,
0: it's like I said, if I exclusively, for, for the most part, try to sell independent, I always get dirty looks by shipping receiving because it'll be an order for, you know, like 500 black hoodies and it's 500 individually folded hoodies that they have to lay out 500 individually folded items. Yeah. So, I nope. thought it maybe because, well, that was the one thing that he said. He's like, it makes sense if they do that, because it seems like you can more densely pack a box, but I don't know. I wanted to know why that was, I guess. So why I are you folding?
3: My wish in the old country, um, actually in the very old country, when I first started selling them, they, they came, um, in a box and then they were individually folded, but that box had two dozen, at a two, six, ten six scale. And that's the only way you could get it. And so everybody bought it that way, but everybody got frustrated. You know, he liked it cause it was one SKU for a whole color of a hood instead of four. Um, so that didn't work. So it, but then we switched to, um, you know, solid size, solid color in a box, six pieces flat folded.
0: Right. Well, that's what pack. we, You know, flat folded is uh, just like, oh, nice. Six, lay it down. Six, lay it down. Now it's like unpack an individually folded item. Next, individually folded item.
3: You prefer that, right? Both of you guys, I would imagine.
0: Yeah.
3: There's a lot of people that buy pieces that when in our warehouse, when we have to change them from the flat fold, you know, I'd like it if everybody bought two dozen boxes per size, per color then right. that would be easy. Our warehouse would ship faster. Everything would be, we could probably be a little cheaper because we do less work. Um, but we sell so many orders that have not increments of 24 of a size and we right. have to pick those. It is better that they were individually folded instead of six piece folded.
0: No, but I mean that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, as far as How like picking, picking items. Yeah. Um, and I, boy, I could,
3: we could ch- if, if we, you know what it in, historically something has to kick us in the head a few times before we change. Something. <laughs> but it, you guys just kicked us in the head and said, you want six piece flat fold. I would, that would be my preference. Cause any big,
0: I want to, I want to be able to say that I made independent start doing flat fold instead. So if you can make sure can that do. the world knows that okay, I just saved all these shipping receipts. Right. I'll, I mean, I could get like some signed petitions if you want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if, well, there <coughs> we do we had it that way there's we had, had that we, switched we, it that we, yeah. we yeah
3: we have gone back and forth a little bit on that we were pondering because the piece pick area is hard you know in the in the solid two dozen box area you know the guys just go pick up pallets and take one box off or take the whole pallet for the big orders and then in the piece pick they've got to keep loading this area where the pickers pick a piece at a time mm-hmm. um we've, we've thought of maybe getting automatic, like folding poly bagging machine. So those smaller piece pick orders would be sitting already bagged and piece pick. But when you buy by the box, you'd get them flat folded. Like you like them.
0: Right.
1: So don't we, a bag, so yeah, you don't want to follow Yeah, uh,
3: you Yeah. But do you mostly buy in solid pack two dozen boxes or do you mostly buy by piece?
0: I mean, it depends. I'm, I'm rarely being like, I want one or two of this. It's usually just like, you know, I have a 200 piece order and it's small through two X or whatever. So it's not necessarily always by dozens either. It could be like, I need seven yeah. smalls and 24 mediums yeah. and 24 larges. you know, you never know what it's gonna be. It's just whatever the customer asks for, but. Can you uh, ask your customer
3: to order in 24 piece increments per size and color?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like independent requested that you have to order dozens <laughs> of, you know, two dozen of every size.
3: Your, your, your receiving department would
0: be happier. Yeah, no, they
3: would. Yeah. Having more customers. Dylan, uh, I don't think you're
2: gonna win on this one, honestly. Yeah, because don't I may mean, say. No, I don't think, because then you're <laughs> gonna <laughs> piss off the people who wanted individually bagged and they're gonna say, who, why did you stop individually right. bagging?" But and that's not, not gonna me or you. Of Dylan. No, that's they're not gonna not say because yeah. of you. You, <laughs> you, just, you just said you wanted it and they're gonna say, well, we changed because of Dylan and Upstate Merch. So you're gonna get a bunch of hate.
0: Right. I'm also yeah. saving the world of more bags. Yeah, well, that, well, that's true. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I like flat fold four bags per box of six pieces.
0: Uh, I like that bad. too. Yeah,
3: that could happen. We'll look at that again. Okay. When okay. Cool. We just did it's it. The oh, we just,
4: um, I mean, maybe. it can cause mishaps as well. It, yeah, way that's way our problem.
3: Would you agree that a a printer of any size pretty much wants a printer? If if by size, they are in a screen print fold of at least six pieces, or, you know, sometimes when you only get seven pieces, it's going to be a a flat fold of six, and then there's going to be an extra individual fold of that. Yeah. But you, I would imagine every...
0: My my guy did the math because we get it so often. He said that he can sort a box of shirts three times faster if it's flat folded versus individually folded. So that was, like I said, I'm just getting the feedback from them of being like, oh, I just got a thousand piece or 2000 piece independent hoodie order. This is going to take me three days versus taking me one day. Mm-hmm. you guys slow. Well, I, I exaggerated the days, but I'm just saying like, takes a little while. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: yeah no, 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 we'll look back at that. Cause it, it should be like, the equation has to have something to do with us, but it should have more to do with you. So it's, it's all about you. So we're gonna work on getting
0: those. I'm, I'm cool with whatever. I just I needed something to report back and say, hey, I asked your question. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. So if uh Dylan's gripe was bagging, mine is going to be tearaway labels instead of the woven sewn-ins. Have you ever considered uh or do you have any um styles that have the tearaway? Because we do work for uh, a couple of brands, and in fact, this is a question that because I asked her, she was here yesterday and said, "Hey, do you have any questions for independent?" She goes, "Yeah, tearaway labels, because with with your uh, hoodies, um, certain styles. I'd have to remember which ones. We end up we retag for them, and yeah. so we end up just retagging underneath yours."
1: Yeah, yeah. The um, so most have a tearaway, just the garment dyed styles, like the pigment dyes and the mineral and the tie-dye. Wave wash. All the women's wave wash. Since those have like a heavy garment wash, they can't. Have the, they'd
3: lose their labels if they did. Yeah, you can't do that. Because there's so they much, so
0: much stuff happening to the hoodie?
3: Yeah, like, because they have like
1: a super heavy
3: wash. Or
0: oh, it makes total sense. all
3: finished garment goes in a in a washing machine and gets the, so the beat up. Pop off. Yeah, so every
1: cell except those house hair away. Um,
3: yeah.
1: Those are the popular ones right
3: now, the pigment dye and yeah. women's wave wash is that the styles you had? Were, were they a from it? I'm going to text her
2: right now and see if she answers. And I'm going to say,
3: <laughs> hey,
2: which uh, which one are you talking about? So give me one sec.
3: Yeah, we want yeah. You know, the brand to be the thing, not us. So we, whenever we can use a tearaway label in the future and starting a long time ago, we put our way labels it, it's just in some instances you
0: can't no see that's the thing that I, I like you just answered that question perfectly but I feel like a lot of people just don't know you know what I mean the printers are just like why don't they do this but it's like it makes total sense when you're like yeah it's tumbling and they are doing all this stuff to it and we, would you rather get a bunch of hoodies that don't have size labels in them because they, they fell yeah, out <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah right exactly
2: um another question I think I see it right behind you that cotton candy color yeah, it yeah. might be on that crop. She wanted to know if you're going to bring that with uh, like some pants, a matching pant.
1: Yeah, we're working on it right now. I don't know if we ordered it yet, but we're thinking about adding it to the wave wash pant. Um, and so it would be very similar. I think I think we're looking at it in two different ways: so it's the wave wash fabric, which is a prm 20 or using the same fabric as the uh, AFX64 and making it in
3: the same 210 mm-hmm.
1: gram.
3: Can we talk about matching? You said matching. <laughs> and that's a very that's <laughs> a dangerous word <laughs> in, yeah. in, in garment dye. Because um, we just had something going on with this. Like our pants, you know, in pigment dye, say, the, the pant won't match the hood exactly. It's impossible. That the hood or the garment goes in a, a garment dyeing machine to get pigment dyed. And it's about 200 pieces go in that machine as a whole garment. You know, and they get tumbled around, lose their label if they're not um, attached properly, and get a few damages, which we take out and you know change. Um, but that batch of hoods of two hundred hoods will be all pretty dang close to each other, real close in pigment. That we're talking. Um, the the pants will get dyed in another machine under the same you know formula, but they'll behave differently. And so they will be slightly different. No garment dye, you know, tie dye or, or pigment dye or mineral wash are going to match. That if, if we wanted them to match, if you guys will buy them this way, we'd put a hundred pants at a certain scale in that thing and a hundred tops. Then they'd match. But you'd have to buy that exactly the scale. You know, we can make it custom for you um, at your scale. And it would take, you know, four months. Um, and then they'd match, but if if people don't, they shouldn't wear matching sets anyways. <laughs> well, it's like, that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. It doesn't mean they we're should. wearing
4: cotton candy in the, um, the PRM.
2: Yeah, she that particular customer buys sets. Like they sell sets. Yeah. You know? Maybe that's coming back. I don't know, but
3: yeah, wave wash sets are pretty pretty close. Yeah, but you should say, or we try to say, each one is unique and individual as the wearer itself.
0: No, I like your way around it there.
3: It they won't. Exactly. Well, yeah, right. no, they'll be close. And I think so far when we say they don't match, we have a jillion customers that say they do match and get on with it fine. But each one of those guys needs to get samples and make the decision for themselves and let their customers know the nature of the way it's built and that they're not exact and they shouldn't be and they won't be.
0: Right. Now, you said that you guys started off in the, like, custom market as far as making stuff for certain brands and hoods. What's some of the craziest, like, stuff you've done custom-wise?
3: Oh, you know what? In a sweatshirt, I think we've pretty much done every kind of different um, embellishment, you know, with screen prints and appliques and embroideries and anything. We've done every wash any kind of zipper, any kind of, any kind of foundry item we've done. Um, I wish our background over here, if he can move it, there's, he could pull some stuff. We've got a lot of just strike offs of, of old samples that, you know, are 15 years old and stuff. We try to keep a bunch of stuff, but we've made in fleece. There's like nowadays, if someone comes in here and thinks there's, they usually feel pretty comfortable because if you walk around, there is that, tie dye treatment that we've done, you know, five years ago or 15 years ago, or there is that application. They can find
0: every variation.
3: Yeah. We've got a whole bunch of stuff here to demonstrate the, the different things we've done. So it's not like, okay, this is, we'll try. It's going to be the first time. There's very few first time things in fleece that we come across anymore. Um, mm. Cause there's just so much when we, when we started, I think that is kind of important. We started as making custom stuff only and It was kind of cool because back in the 90s and stuff that, you know, a lot of the brands we dealt with, their um, designers would travel all over the world and stuff, come back, and we'd get all this really bitching, you know, new stuff that, you know, like this time of the year right now, they'd be working on fall for 2022. Mm -hmm. So we always had, and we still have a, a lot of great feedback from those brands for future, which I think has helped us with our stock to kind of help guide, you know, what direction we, we go.
0: Right. Now that, that whole process seems really intimidating to me. Like what does it entail? Like if I came to you and was like, Hey, I want to do something custom for a customer. It, is there it, like this whole process or what it, does it it's entail? It's not
3: real hard. We, right now we have four production girls that if, if you know, there, you have to have your spec sheet and everything kind of dialed, but we can do a lot of that. Um, it, it, it takes, Right now, because it's so busy in the world and everything's so backlogged, it takes about five months to do something. But you'd come up, you know, you'd go, hey, I want this black sweatshirt with this print and blah, blah, and whatever. And you'd get a strike off back and Three weeks, and it shows. You know, you get a an A and B on your ten different colors that you want to do. So you you know sign off on which pink you want, and which purple or whatever. Um, and then we make labels. We make all the foundry items for zippers and, and eyelets and buttons and um, all that. Different any drawstring you want. That you, I mean, you can make all kinds of really cool stuff. And we could maybe show some of that. It'd be cool to show you guys around on the show if you wanted to at the yeah. end. Yeah. Of the the showroom when we're done. Um, but you you can make anything, any weight, you know, um, any spec, you know, if you don't like the spec, you you know, you can make your spec that's tighter or looser or bigger or smaller. That's crazy.
0: So you can pretty much change anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or Um, if if you brought us a jacket today, I love this jacket. Let's make it,
3: you know, we do. (laughs) That's usually how it starts. You know, there's different brands historically that like, I remember when Lululemon first started, like all the surf brands, like look at this Lululemon sweatshirt, you know, and they're pretty good with their stuff. Um, So that would be a copied one for a long time. It just, it kind of changes who the, the trendy one is that everybody kind of follows.
1: Well, what's cool about the custom, like you mentioned, is like we work with all these brands for custom and then they'll either, you know, we might get some ideas like, Hey, everybody's doing pigment dye right now. Everybody's doing puffy jackets, like, or, or a brand will say, "Hey, you know, I like your camos, but you got to do tiger camo." Like, I think we did tiger camo for a brand. Okay, like, hey, if you stock that, we order, you know, two thousand pieces guaranteed. So,
0: some of the colors. I'm pretty matter. sure I bought that for myself as soon as you guys came out with it. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, that That's, and that what was, was that just one customer that said we should do tiger camo, and and then I think I called him and just. If, if we do it, if, if you'll buy so many of them, I'll do it right now. So we try to, like your flat fold deal, we will work on your flat fold deal. Um, <laughs> and, and stuff like that is how new things happen. Right. Um, and we'll jump on stuff because it's the decision will get made on most things. I just got to talk to the warehouse manager on the flat fold, but a new style. Right here, it's like, okay, let's do that. You know, well, it's better. pretty awesome
0: because you get, if you're doing the custom market, it's nice because you said it takes about, you know, five, six months to produce or whatever. And they're giving you stuff like now they could be giving you stuff for their fall line or whatever. You're getting like a super heads up on like what yeah. new trends are coming out from yeah. the people who make that shit happen. Um, so that's pretty awesome that you get that like insider knowledge before anybody else really.
3: We had Brown a long time ago and it was just all the Brown breath. Brown's all the brands were doing brown, and then, like I said about kicking us in the head, it, there were so many of them doing it. Finally, we just started stocking it. They
0: yeah, actually want it back now. Yeah, and, and and then and all the, and then a couple back. years later,
3: we had so much brown we had to close it out, and now everybody wants brown again.
0: So I don't want to know what you called the brown wall.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the most popular color yeah and I think just recently burgundy was one of the best colors but burgundy kind of died all of a sudden yeah maroons maroons dropped a little bit yeah but it was
0: maroons got really popular for a while
3: yeah for like a year back for three years I think it was one of the second or third colors after black yeah yeah navy's coming back is it is navy yeah and navy quite a
0: lot (laughs) hurry up let's buy it up Andy we got it before anybody else (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. get that navy
4: Take a position.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're just feeding us crappy information because they want to sell off the Navy. <laughs> yellow. Yeah.
3: <good.
0: laughs> <laughs> yeah. That mustard yellow is really flying off the shelf.
3: Check where we have too much.
0: Else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. So what is it, I guess, like how, cause that's, that's one thing obviously that like differs between the customer wanting certain brands, like if they want, you know, whatever branded t-shirt or whatever branded hoodie they want is to fit. Like, how do you initially like make your mark is like, this is the fit we're going to go with. You know what I mean? Like, do you go by what you like personally? And you're like this originally you are like, I really like this fit. It fits my body and this is what I want to do. And your hoodies are like that from here on out. Or how do you land on that?
1: I think it depends on the style. Like our basic hoodies, like the 4,500 and 4,000, I think the 4,000 is just we've made small changes over the years and now people seem to like that but like on a new style like pigment dye or like a windbreaker we kind of just sh- like i'll go shop around buy some samples and if it's like a slim fit like our ss1000 that's the same fit as special blender the afx 90 that we've done and so for us we have a couple fits that we kind of go with right uh, and something new i'll buy like our puffies. i bought a bunch of puffy jackets and you know the ones with right. big baggy sleeves, we didn't look at that, but the bodies that fit perfect, we just take what we like yeah. from different things. Get half yeah. the office, try it on, see how they like it. <laughs> Yeah, we do that too. Like we have a pretty, you know, all the people in the office is
0: pretty good. You them. hire you hire people so it's like this pyramid of people right. and body sizes so you can yeah. use them as your models and to figure out. Some, it some works. guys
3: that like baggy stuff and some guys that want to wear their girlfriend's jeans and then they need tighter fitting stuff, <laughs> that kind of thing.
0: All right. That makes sense. No, I know, like for me, like there's a, there's a company, uh Dixon that I like that I buy all the like flannels and stuff from and it's like I was always having a really hard time finding because I have like a really long torso and short legs it's like I was always having a hard time finding something that was long enough for me where it wasn't anytime I raised my arms like my stomach would hang out and all this other stuff and I feel like he has the same kind of body type as me and he was like I need to make a flannel that like fits me and like I will never buy anything else now from that like because it they all fit no matter what I get, they all fit me perfectly. So I know certain t-shirt brands too. It's like, I can't wear that just because it won't, it's not long enough. And there's certain brands that are like, Oh, our style is always like two inches longer than everybody else or an inch longer. And it's like, I just always wondered why they make, or how they make that decision of like, we just want to be that shirt or that hoodie. That's a little bit longer.
2: And plus you have to account for shrinkage, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, You know, because the reverse weave. I mean, certain weaves shrink in length and sh- in a, and if you reverse it, I guess it shrinks in width.
1: Is oh yeah, that yeah, how is in width, not length. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one I think is two inches or an inch and a half wider than the IND 4000 It's basically the same spec, but it's so much wider
3: because it shrinks. Mm-hmm. Have you used that sweatshirt?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, not extensively, but I am familiar with it because I always recommend when somebody has a problem with if it shrinks in length, I always I know I didn't used to know. I learned um, yeah. maybe it was like last year, pretty recently.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I learned pretty recently, and it was actually off of one that had it was it was a reverse weave, and it had um, actually it had some gussets underneath the arm, and so it would it would account for some of the width too. Uh, yeah. Does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? Well, like yeah. it had it had the yeah. it had yeah. reverse yeah. weave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So underneath the arm, it was one going one direction, and then it was sewn in like a whole whole chunk was sewn in um, on each side, and not it wasn't your sweatshirt, okay, but uh, yeah, I was. I think it was Champion, but that was yeah. the first time I it even we learned.
3: This way, so it's gonna shrink that way, not yeah. to mm-hmm. this one that way. Yeah, he's wearing one or that. Yeah, right, so right. Just the wrong
0: way. See, that's super good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Now, do you only make like certain things reverse weave?
3: Just, Only our five thousand. Yeah, just the crew and the hood, and it's soon to have a pant. Which the yeah. pant will be kind of good because a pant, a sweat pant, is a dangerous thing because it's so long and and knits, you know, fleece shrinks lengthwise. So what you know, if you sell it washed, then it, it's not dangerous. But if it's something that's going to wash, you know, it can go that much in in length. Um, where the legend will barely go anything in length but it'll come in a little bit. So you got to make it a little wider. Like just that's a lot of the spec stuff is just what fabric is it and how does it drape or fit and how does it shrink kind of has a, everything to do with what you want to do with the spec. Hmm.
2: Dylan, what is your, when a customer asks you, Hey, will these shrink? What is your answer? Just curious. Cause we get that question all the time.
0: Yeah, Honestly, the the answer I've given for years is it depends on how you do your laundry. Yeah because yeah. i always have those people that are like i'm like well how do you do your laundry like me personally like i'm a bigger guy i wash everything and hang dry everything like ev- all of my clothes other than like socks yeah, and underwear different. get yeah. hang dry but like there's those people that just like take like a hoodie like a fresh hoodie and they go home wash it and then they throw it in the dryer on high and then it's like well it went from an extra large to a large
2: yeah
0: like so th- usually that's what i ask people is like you know how are you doing this? But, you know, I've never had a great answer for like, well, this brand won't shrink or this brand has a better chance of not doing that. So that's what I mean. Like over the years, we finally came across, I mean, we knew about independent, but we finally got a chance to just like really use it and really push it. And like I said, that's been the one that I've had the most luck with for printing and for just customers really liking it and being more fashion forward. So, um, that's what we've been tri- pushing as much yeah. as possible. Yeah, some garments
1: now. like our AFX collection that's pre-laundered won't have as much shrink, but then like a IND four thousand will have like a two to five percent shrink if you wash it at the care yeah, label. Depends how, how they wash it. Yeah, if you right, wash but, it but
0: like I said, if they just care. go home and throw it in the dryer with everything else on high, it's like, what yeah. do you expect is going to happen? You know yeah. what I mean?
3: It'll go about a ribbing leg.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: One of our, um, we're making a new flannel actually.
0: Well, as long as it's to my exact we'll perfect specifications.
4: Probably <laughs> by like October. I don't know, if I was thinking. Well, we'll do you, know um, you have to a guess. size right now? Uh, what size
0: do you X A 2X. 2X? 2X. 2X? Okay, we'll send you one. Okay, we'll a 2X right
4: What, call, I what color do you like? What, <laughs> we'll send you a pink one.
0: Yeah, whatever you guys aren't going to sell very much of, send to me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't want to make you look bad. <laughs> I should check now, if, app, it. now if you you were saying a customer wanted tiger camo or whatever and you made it but what happens when you guys are like we just need to come up with something new on your own are you do you have this whole big planning meeting and you weed it down to like one or two options and then you produce it how does that work
3: we're not allowed to make anything new right now <laughs> just blackheads yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. we need we <laughs> need to make sure we have the first thing we want to do is is have what we say we have because right. that's been a little difficult this year. So we need to get that all back. And we're close. I think two months, I'm quicker, quick yeah. somewhere in that range. We're getting better, better right now, but that I, we hate not having stuff in stock. So first thing is to make sure we got that under complete control. And then he's got a list of like 20 styles that we, we put down and we try to put down in priority. Like, okay, guaranteed legend hood and legend crew sell great. So we, we need a legend pant. Okay, that's pretty slammed dunk. And we also try to do styles that should last for hopefully forever, you know? And I know we have a lot of styles that we have to be current and make new styles too, but the core of our deal, like a black hood's been our best selling style
0: since I started. Since the beginning of time.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it and it, it'll stay that way, I'm certain. Um so those are the kind of things we like, because then if we have too much inventory, it's okay. You know, if we have right. too much of your that pink shimmel you like to wear, that's a little <laughs> dangerous.
0: Right, right. All of a sudden with with puffy ready, shoulders. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the bottoms are fringed now.
0: Right. I just cut them off. <laughs> well, when I crop them, you know, I, I let the frillies hang. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's that like? Well, how long with one another? I I have that question because I I know that I when my my kiddo was young, um, we loved working together, and then there was probably age 17, 18, it wasn't as fun, and then he came back around, you know. And so um, was that? Did you did you work with your dad when you were younger, and then um, or is it just a you know after you were just out of like college type of thing?
3: From from fourteen to eighteen is when all of a sudden they would go down to the beach and be five hundred yards down the beach from us because mm-hmm. we just weren't cool. But then <laughs> it was after eighteen, like you said, you started at seventeen. And how long did it take? Oh, he to started
2: out? when he was like five. My when okay. I was pretty young, but I mean, <laughs> uh, when he hit like fifteen, then yeah, he didn't want anything to do with it. Um, how long but he up I would say late, probably almost twenty for him. Yeah, and it then it's like, and that's what he does now.
3: 32. Yeah. So they just finally came back around and uh, it, it's actually good. <laughs> and what's
1: nice is like, you know, he oversees everything and brand sales manager. And then I do marketing and design. So we're kind of, you know, it's not like we're mm-hmm. both salesmen or something. We're kind of work together and kind A little of separate at the same
3: time. Right. It, you know, it, it, is your son working with you now?
2: No, he works at his mom's shop. Okay.
3: Cause so. it, the good thing I like about it is I'm old. So the new like, <laughs> end I of conversation, <laughs> So the energy from the younger guys helps drive things. Cause it needs it. You know,
0: it takes a lot of energy. Well, um, the good thing too, is that being brothers and stuff. it's like, if, if you don't like what the other department's doing or you need them to get hoodies faster so you, you can get a new collection out, you can go slug him and not get in trouble <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> You know what I mean?
3: No, no H R issues. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> and now their sister works here too. Yeah.
0: No slugging on the sister. No,
3: the slug the yeah. sister.
0: Right, the sister. so
3: she's just trying to figure out what her way. do you is. just
2: don't you just fart on the sisters? Is that what you're supposed to do?
0: <laughs> Hold them down. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> spit <laughs> in their that. face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So what what would you guys say are like your right now 2021 like top five items other than a black hoodie
3: oh top five that's the is, first
0: top that's the top five right well here. i knew that would have been the top
3: that
4: says 4500 you know because that's the biggest volume IND four thousand, and then after that which is pretty surprising is, is pigment has gone yeah, absolutely nutty silly. You know, so it goes,
0: but i think that one that one's definitely like a fashion-y thing right now though too right
3: yeah, you know what, though? P- pigment, always I'm, I'm happy with, because when I first started, you know, in the 80s, pigment was giant. Pigment will never go away. It's I, I'm. It, it's kind of cool that we finally added it, because it just shows we can keep, there, there are some core, steady, you know, enduring styles that yeah. we can add that aren't scary. Like, I don't think pigment's scary at all. It, it definitely is on a roll right now, but it, it won't go away. It might slow down, but there's always, yeah. you know,
0: Jimmy Buffett. We were just having we were just having that discussion the other day how like so much 80s culture is back right now like music, fashion, everything. It's just like nobody's even talking about it. It's just like I feel like it's in everything TV, whatever. So whatever you did good back then, you should definitely just pull it out now and.
3: And if it doesn't sell, we'll just get on it for the next 15 years. Right, 15,
0: 20 (laughs) years, it'd be fine.
3: (laughs) Hopefully, it doesn't (laughs) rot. Uh, what other styles? Oh, the the French Terry style.
4: Yeah, the SS one thousand. Oh, you said that one, right? That one's in It's more like the top top eight nine. Yeah. Um, but, um, the wave wash has gone nutty. And that's the you know, the women's California wave wash. That's done great. The jackets like the XP fifty fours. Those are always pants. you know yeah. always up there. Yeah, pants are up in the top ten now. Like our IND twenty. And shorts um, too, huh? Yeah, kind of, it's funny when waves like the, the short was better than the pant, but that was coming into spring, summer, right. And we brought it in. And then very quickly, once we hit winter time, the pant just went just through the roof.
0: Yeah. I was part of that, um, buying up as much as I could shorts and pants because I have one customer that they sell so many of the shorts. So I, for a while there, when they were gone, I was like, I think I sent you guys a couple messages. Like, when are they coming back? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a rough time. But I mean, again, it's nothing on you. It's just we gotta I, take on yeah. So you guys were saying that you're, you know, you're from California. And you guys surf. Um, you go to the trade shows from California. Do you guys have plans of just putting more, getting out of California as far as like warehouses and stuff like that? Or are you planning on just keeping?
3: Yeah, we're we're building a warehouse right now in Pennsylvania. You know, we have two warehouses in Pennsylvania right now, um, and it's about two hundred and ten square thousand square feet. But they're they're old warehouses that don't have great racking systems, and they're low um, where we need high. Um, so by September October of this year, a brand spanking, state of the art warehouse will be in Hazleton. Um, Pennsylvania. It's, it's real similar to our Fullerton warehouse, which is about the same size. Um, but even a little trickier with a few more pushbacks and stuff like that. Cause if you, if, like I mentioned the black wall of death, it's got a five deep pallet positions, five high or four high in Fullerton In Pennsylvania, it'll go five high, five deep all along the whole perimeter walls, which will hold practically 2 million sweatshirts just in the pushbacks. Um, so
2: why, um, why Pennsylvania is it, is the square footage cost, is it lower than California and, well, you know, um,
3: we've just been there. We've been there for 14 years mm-hmm. and it's a good and shipping spot time. for the East coast. Shipping. Yeah. It gets a lot of one day shipping from there. Um, and hopefully most of our guys that are in the warehouses now will move. It's about, I think it's 40 minutes away to where our new warehouse is being built. Um, but we bought the land and now we're just going through all this stuff, getting it started. That's cool. Got better conveyor belt systems and stuff for shipping. So we're more accurate. So we don't make any boo-boos. Just occasionally we make a boo-boo.
0: <laughs> Do you guys offer like shop tours? Sure. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. We how far, are you, how far, I mean, you're not, Pennsylvania one's not going to be that far from me. Like it's probably just a couple hour drive. Yeah. Um, oh,
3: it's, when it's the grand opening, you're invited.
0: Okay, cool. How, uh, how far are you guys from long in California, from long beach? Uh,
3: from the, Fullerton maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we should just, just drive really out there. there. That's,
3: that's warehouse is awesome. And the, the Pennsylvania one's going to be even better.
0: <laughs> and which one are you guys going to hang out then in California and not be able Cincinnati. to take it?
3: We don't even, get, we're in the Fullerton warehouse every now and then and then back East every now and then too. Mm-hmm. But, but our there, office man. is down in Sacramento. Yeah.
0: Have you guys had any like uh, like big roadblocks in your history that have kind of like been close calls or anything like that?
3: Oh, yeah. Well, roadblocks like 2008, 2009, when everybody got chopped in half, we got chopped in half. Um, that was a good one. And and that taught us that, that stock is safer than custom, because it was interesting after that, our, our custom went down quite a bit because everybody was just turned into a more at once world and it's safer, you know, like if if you project out what your customer is gonna buy five months from now and have to order it now, you know, and have it come in in five months, you're probably gonna be wrong a little bit, you know? But if in four and a half months, you show the guy some sweatshirts and they pick the colors they want, you can just buy it and you'll have exactly what they want. You know, so, so stock is way safer. And for everybody, I think you know, because you don't need to make those long way out projections. Um, so that's one thing that that two thousand eight, two thousand nine was a biggie. But we kind of most things that have happened, like even COVID, for were weird. I guess we kind of like when trouble happens because um, well, it
0: gives it, you time to evaluate.
3: Yeah, and even when we screw up, like if if. We try and historically, if, if we screw something up for somebody, because like right now everything's easy if you're shipping everybody on time and, you know, we all like each other and everything's fine. And, and it's easy to be good when it's good, but when it's difficult and something goes wrong and then you fix that and the and the customer sees that even under, you know, really bad situation, you did the right thing, it, the lasting growth of that relationship is is pretty huge. Um so it, it, it's been good to have I, I, like just hard times and stuff. It's kind of cool. a really
2: good point. We just did a, so we ran a, a store for um, a company and we shipped out a, um, uh, an item to a customer and she says, Oh, you know, I, I actually need a medium and this large is, is too big. Can you help me out? And so we said, sure. And we, we shipped her a new switch, a new shirt, And then we, uh, she just emailed us today and she said, you know, we got that medium and it's actually too big too. And, uh, and so uh, Bethany, she came in here, she says, what are we going to do? You know, like, do we ship her another one? And I said, yeah, I mean, uh, we ship her another one. And so she said that, thank you so much. I know that like, you didn't have to do that. And I'm going to tell everybody how great you are. Yeah, and so exactly, you know, yeah. I mean, it goes a long way, Man, just and just that bond will be there
3: forever. So, yeah, right. You're, you're her favorite guy right now, <laughs> right?
0: Even though we until lost, she don't emails know. you back and says that the small's too big. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got and then you tell party. her she has a shrinking problem.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned roadblocks. I just thought of one other one. This is backaways, but in in 2002. Um, It it used to be out of China, there was duty and quota. You know, now when we bring something in the United States, we only pay duty and it's somewhere between 16.7 and actually Mm -hmm. it's more like between 25 and 38 because now we're adding that extra seven and a half inch or seven and a half percent tariff to it. But back then there was also quota that it was about $30 a dozen for a hooded sweatshirt out of China that you had to pay the Chinese government to have the right to be able to export fleece out of China. So you, we were paying duty and quota back then. So a lot of different people tried different areas and we um, we went to Burma and had a great factory in Burma, like 800 people working there, just made our stuff. And uh, everything was great, but then our government decided in July of 2002 that we're going to embargo them because they're not being nice to ah yeah, I forget her name. She's still around and there's still stuff going on there, but we had um, a lot of goods finished and uh, the administration said, you have 28 days to get your goods or they give you a month to get your goods out of Burma. And it's like, you mean to exit Burma, right? Cause it takes 28 days to get here. So if you mean to land here, you're giving us two days warning that you're a on <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're like, no, <laughs> it's it's to land here. It needs to be here in 30 days or you're toast. And they recommended just canceling the orders. And it was from our Chinese factory that we still deal with now and we always will. Um, they ship the fabric to Burma because Burma doesn't knit and die. They only cut. So mm-hmm. um, and so they're telling us, like, just cancel. The, you can't cancel the order. There's. People would be in serious trouble if you cancel those orders. So we got seven. It was there was twenty-eight containers of goods, and we got seven seven forty-sevens to fly into Rangoon.
0: No way. And, now, and how do you make awesome. something like that happen?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the worst, it, it was the, and we were way smaller then. So it was a ginormous like it costs a lot to get seven forty-sevens to fly somewhere, and you got to pay them in advance, or they're not going anywhere. Um, and then all this stuff. Air freight for fleece is a horrific thing, especially in an area like that where it rains all the time. So they put the stuff out on the tarmac. You know, they don't have indoor areas. And then the boxes get wet and get loaded on the plane. And then when we get them at Korean Air and whoever it was that we had to go to at two o'clock in the morning to go pick up the containers when they came in, they were like mush. And, And so like stuff like that, our whole, all our reps and everybody, and the kids and everybody, we'd go up in the middle of the night and go up to Korean Air and unload those containers and stuff. Or not containers, the air freight. Um, but That was a, a doozy. But it, it all worked out fine. Um, <laughs> nightmare.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy that like, stuff like that happens. Like This whole process that you had to go through to get that hoodie or whatever it is. And the end user has no idea. They're just oh, like, I yeah. just bought this hoodie. Obviously, it came perfectly from the factory to a box to me. Not like, oh, these this company had to like steal seven forty sevens to like get these packages and do all this stuff in the middle of the night and hijack, you know, hijack these it's like they have no idea. It's such a rad story to be able to tell,
2: yeah, I mean, that's how you win, though, like that's such a cool story, and just like your story about how you know Long Beach was taking longer to get containers. And so you went over to New York to do it, you know? And so you, you always, that's like, I think that's what makes it exciting being having your own business and having, you know, being an entrepreneur anyway. I mean, if it's the same all the time, well, that's yeah. pretty
0: boring. No, I, I think don't. that's, I think that's how they felt too. When they had learned, they had to get, uh tractor trailers to go from New York to California. They were like, this is exciting.
3: Can <laughs> <laughs> oh. like
2: no <laughs> 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 I, know, know I drive? <laughs> that, kind of stuff, that kind of stuff's fun for me. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I like when there's yeah. like you just oh like, it's challenging. Yeah, yeah, I get well, it. Well,
3: um, about 14 years ago, there was this I think there was a port strike or something, but it was a big deal. All the containers were sitting off Bolsa Chica. And my, one of my best friends worked at Billabong, and a lot of his goods were in containers that were sitting out there. And, uh, and he's a surfer. And he's going, Brad, let's hit, meet me tonight. We're gonna go out to the Huntington Beach Pier and we'll drink a beer. And you can look at all your containers sitting over there. And then he goes, but remember one thing, the, the pier's not tall enough. If you jump, it won't kill you. <laughs> but he would love just to like twist. Right. The whole thing
0: right. Well, that's what friends do. Like, yeah. That's why I do it to Andy so much is because I care. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's next for you guys? What's, what's on the ticket?
4: Bigger stock. More styles? Pennsylvania, that warehouse. Pennsylvania. That's
3: the biggest yeah. thing right now that we're working on. That'll help. That'll make things. Because if you saw the Pennsylvania warehouses now, they're like, they're kind of cruel and unusual punishment <laughs> the way the guys are supposed to pick orders and make stuff happen compared to Fuller. You know, we used to be in a horrible place in California until three years ago we Mm -hmm. built Fullerton. Yeah. So three years ago we built Fullerton and now it it, it ships so good. And, but the East coast is like a redheaded stepchild. It, it ships great. It's amazing what they do in the conditions they're in. Right.
0: But it's just upgrades. Pardon me? It's just upgrades.
3: Yeah. Oh, it'll make it so much nicer. So we'll be able to ship faster and we'll stock a lot more over there than we did because it'll hold, I think it holds triple, what the 210 hel- holds there now so we'll be able to stock a lot more
0: is there anything different like technology wise that you guys are implementing to do anything
1: you know, it's just more 10%. more efficient like a bulletin it's just set up better for picking we have a new system in the warehouse and then just for picking pallets and piece pick and then we're building a conveyor belt system where you know the orders will come to the packer and they'll double check them and then send them on this conveyor.
3: Just make it really efficient. Yeah, a lot of things are getting smoother, faster about it.
0: Nice. Now, it, how does it work in the warehouse? Is it kind of like they just get like a like a scanner and a print off, and it says go to bin whatever, and they just pick certain yeah, items? Yes,
3: it tells everybody. The computer knows where everything is. It used to be like Larry would go, huh, where would we put those? <laughs> you know, now the computer tells them exactly where to go, and they're always right, exactly there.
0: Always, I promise. One hundred percent of the time
2: yeah
3: well they they are they're pretty tight. um,
2: about now we usually talk about we talk to a lot of shops and when we get to this point we usually talk about and we ask them if they have any shop hacks but um we know you don't have a shop a screen printing shop that is um instead of a shop hack do you have any life hacks like some good just general life hacks for us
4: everything's
0: good until it's not (laughs) (laughs) and done (laughs) (laughs) just be prepared for that
4: yeah we're pretty simple i mean you know if it's like a shop hack or a you know business hack for us we're it's easy since we are you know in big decisions it's us three that things can happen quick and efficiently and you know not too much stress on it Mm -hmm. comparatively to you know if it's
0: some of our competitors or whatnot, so I mean, it is kind of nice. Like, you think about it, there are some companies that I deal with that are like owned by you know boards that didn't build the company yeah. and you know didn't do this, but you guys are obviously passionate about what you do, and you're the ones that get to make the decisions.
3: Well, I imagine you guys, same thing, right? You, yeah, you, you get to make the call, and that's the deal,
0: right?
3: And we like dealing with those kind of companies that right. you're like, we're dealing with you, not you're just the guy that worked for that board and you really don't have the final say. So, Oh, sorry. You got screwed. Right. You know, exactly. Does yep.
2: anybody on that note, does anybody come and approached you to, to buy you out? Like you no,
3: know I, I think the best thing I ever heard was like an old guy told me just to, to buy stuff like real estate or whatever and never sell. I'm more that brain. We, we won't sell. Yeah, but, Cause then you'd have to listen to somebody. Um, <laughs> And that's, we'll listen to the customers all day long, but I don't want to listen to some We're We're good. <laughs> see, there's
2: your, there's your life hack or your business hack. Yeah. yeah. We'll take that.
0: Yeah. So we want to hit them with uh quick takes. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess, do you guys have any questions for us?
3: I'm too nervous with all the questions you've had for us. You can ask
0: us <laughs> anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what styles would you guys like to see? Is there anything you, you want to see?
0: Andy, you go, well,
2: they're not going to want to hear this, but I had one, I had a question in here. I didn't ask. It's just like, why not t-shirts? I know you said you did a long time ago, but maybe it's margins or, or, you know, why not just a lot of,
4: well, we had kind of like, like we had a good tea and customers love the tea. So they were very sad when they heard we're stopped producing it. You know, the the price was great. The fabric was good. And um, I think a big thing for us is, like what are we passionate about and it's hoodies and jackets and outerwear and like Taylor made a killer new duffel bag. Like those are things that like, you know, are exciting. We're on, on t-shirts, you know, there's definitely obviously a big market there and it'll always be there, but in order to do it and to do it right for our customers, you have to stock incredibly deep. You have to have every color under the sun and It's like, it'd be fun, but we'd rather focus on hoodies and, you know, recommend different brands that people use for t-shirts and Hey, we, we love hoods, we love jackets and that's kind of our deal.
0: It's not as easy as just being like, I want a t-shirt. Like you can't just be like, we're independent. We offer fleece and jackets and we also offer one black men's t-shirt.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah, If if we can make a
3: black one and one size fits all, we'd do it.
0: Right.
1: Because yeah, when we had it, we had like 10 colors, but everyone was always like, Oh, we'd put it in the program if you had, but I like peach and yeah. gold, and you know, yeah, just and so to compete, you'd have
3: to have 60 colors that, yeah, you
0: know, right, and you'd have to have men's and women's sizes,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's a, I get and there's a wars yeah. price wise in t shirts, I think, mm-hmm. so it's just you know, what, we're, we're good, we can, you know, I, I get
2: yeah. that answer, um, I totally do because. People come here and they ask for um like team gear you know like game day stuff official official uniforms and things like that, and we don't like that's not our specialty like we're 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 a graphic tea company and um and so we know what we like to do and we know what we're passionate about and we know what we do well and what yeah. we're set up for and if that's what you know in the it sounds like anyway, you guys do too
0: yeah I be think good and focused at one thing for, yeah. For, that's good dylan uh i i don't know honestly like i said i've always been in the pursuit all these years for just getting my top five that i want to offer every customer you know what i mean i always want to have the answer of like this is what's really good right now this always has a good fit this has like that's what i want to offer and we just we just renovated and added a new office and we're I'm trying to finish up our new showroom right now. And that's something that like, I want to talk to you guys about at some point too, is like, I really want to have just a display of like, these are, you know, the average customer walks in, that's a band or a company or whatever. And they're just like, I just want a really good hoodie or I want a really good, you know, tea or whatever. It's like, I want to be like, these are my top five for every category you're going to ask me for. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I want to go for. So like I said, I've always just been the, that pursuit of what is the average, I guess, best for everybody, because I don't want to be like, oh, this hoodie is the best. And the only reason why I say that is because it fits me well. I want to be like, no, 95% of my customers love this item. This is the one we're going to go with. So um, that's kind of how I've always looked at things. Um I just want to have really good options for my customers. I don't want to be that all over the board of like, let me sell you the bottom of the barrel cheapest item I can give you because I know they're not going to be happy with it after a wash or a wear or whatever. I'd rather be like, you know, for 50 to 80 cents more or whatever, you can get this item and you're going to wear it until you wear the armpits out. Um,
2: I think our market's
0: slightly different
2: possibly because we always like having just a good, better, best option, you know, because some people, well, they, they come in and they're not looking for the best, you know, they, they want um, obviously for it to be durable and for it to last, but maybe they're throwing it out of parade or something like that. You know what I mean? And so I always like having good, better, best, and you can do that within even a company, you know, like the same company sometimes. And so.
0: Um, Yeah. I feel like I'm just trying to offer most of my clients, the the kind of people that I get that are trying to do some kind of brand or put their name on it and be proud of it rather than something that's a giveaway. I'm trying to always do like the better, best, you know, best, obviously that's what I think you should go with. But if you don't have that budget, let's go with the better. Let's never even look at the. The good
2: here option. at Upstate, we only have better and best. Better and best. We, if you don't, we
0: don't mess around with good, right?
2: <laughs>
0: I like that. I just have good. I have, I have better, and then I have best, and then I have go to Shirt Kong as my my good option. I
2: for the. No, for the, for
0: the <laughs> I'm gonna pull that out. <laughs> um, All right. On that okay, note, so, yeah. let's quick do takes. quick takes. Okay, let's you starting first. or my, I? Me? You start it. Yep. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee, coffee, coffee. Oh, that was easy.
2: That was fast, yeah. <laughs> Those were no doubters.
0: <clears throat> Nobody over there likes tea, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no no, no decap <laughs> <half> around
4: here. <laughs> uh, best, re- best recent read? Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. <laughs> it's my last one.
2: It was good, actually. Got me pumped. I saw, uh, there was a Netflix, I think, uh, special with, I don't know if anybody caught it. It was really good.
0: Yeah. Was it Tony Robbins?
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. It wasn't yeah. about that book, but it was just about Tony Robbins. It was, like, it was like a documentary. It followed him behind the scenes.
4: Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Like, kind of just hypes you up. Mm-hmm. Know, and, and it was all that useful but it just got you amped
0: <laughs> I don't know anything about Tony Robbins other than people he's like the like the god of like motivational speaking I'm guessing right does he just like run on stage and do like cartwheels and shit <laughs>
4: no <laughs> although that'd be good from the book
0: I haven't really watched it it's definitely like
4: cartwheels and get you all jacked up
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right I got next one um, what advice would you give your 20 year old self just stick to hoodies. That's Surf more.
4: I think so. Definitely, stick to just is a good one. Stick to we hoodies. Yeah. We, we right? for a
3: while we ran a company called uh, Riviera. Uh, it was they made we made stand up boards, and it was that's what they did before mm-hmm. they came here. And it um, we realized why we were doing that. It, it was a super fun business, but it wasn't a good business. That yeah, we should just stick. Yeah, to Yeah, your hoodies. stick
4: to hoodies. Things perfect. Yeah. I ran around the U.S. All over, selling <laughs> the surf shops and kayak guys and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think if I knew then to, um, I think that was good. Put money. all the focus it was, it on is, hoodies. Yeah,
3: no, it was a great, great. Yeah, you kind it kind was better than college. Probably cost us a little more because the it, 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 <laughs> business lost some money, but uh, I think it was as good as college. Yeah, really? you, uh, cause we. I used to know, sell boards to, to the
4: Finger Lakes up in uh, upstate. Yeah, I forget the name of the shop there, but yeah, Wetminton. No, it wasn't Wetminton. They were in. um, Michigan.
2: what's the most california thing you do
0: surfing
3: sir surf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are all still surfing
3: yeah mm-hmm. not as much for me but i still do a little bit
4: no we do um surf and tow surf with the jet skis so we go out to there's some outer islands to go get some bigger stuff and nice you know, can
2: somewhere. dylan and i get some lessons
0: yeah i won't go in the water you won't. Hey, I won't go in the ocean. Crazy. I'm crazy. not an ocean guy. well you can learn to surf like on the beach. she will just stand on the I'm board. that guy and I'm 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 not ashamed to say it. I'm that guy who watched way too many shark movies as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, will yeah, not yeah, get in the water. Yeah, I'll, I'll
4: put some seal's blood in your wetsuit. And All it. right, let's
0: do it. Let's do it. The <laughs> right. I could just punch him in the face and they'll go away, right? Yeah, yeah in, in the well, nose. <laughs> just, <hit> nose. <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies where they kill them too, so I, I could probably figure it out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, if you're going to be in the wild boys, you're going to have to get in the water. So oh, I know it's going to happen. So he'll, he'll do it. I can, I'll talk him into it.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I right, feel like question. I went to, well, hold on. I went to North Carolina once, uh, well, we used to go like every year and we would go to the beach and I would just sit on the beach. But one time I was like, all right, fine. I'll just go out in the water. I think I went out to like chest deep and something swam by me. <laughs> and it was like the cartoons where my body came out of the water and I ran on the water and like oh, ran boy. back to the beach. <laughs> and that was the last time
3: yeah <laughs> that's scary stuff
0: <laughs> what would you say is the best lesson running your business has taught you
3: be patient For me, oh i know mine would be that uh it in not so much recently but a while there's every year there's always back then seemed like there'd be someone new that wanted to work us and like was going to take over you know the area we were in or whatever. Um, And and they would always do it thinking about money um, Mm -hmm. and they'd all disappear. And it's, it's, I think when we started, we didn't, we did it to just make good sweatshirts or hopefully the best sweatshirts. And that was the focus and to do that. And then it seems like if you, that if you do a good job, then the rest will hopefully follow. But Mm -hmm. if you go after it for the wrong reason that doesn't work so good. Yeah. That'd be mine.
0: That's very similar to us with like screen printing. This is like, people are always like, oh, I want to start a screen printing business. I'm like, well, don't get into it if you're trying to get rich. Yeah. It's not, that's not the game. Like if you try to just pursue money all the time, it's not going to happen. After, after
3: 2008, 2009, I think a lot of the surf industry, um, it it was interesting. Like all of a sudden they wanted to build things and like, hey, can, can you get us the cheapest, shittiest fabric you can find? You know, because it's, it's for this closeout thing and it needs to only be $7 or whatever. And it was like, wait, you became a good company because you built really great stuff. And, you know, that's what your deal was. And now you're a publicly traded company that needs to, you know, perform. And so you're going after margin, not good stuff anymore. And it right. just was like, all right. That's the end of that, and you, you can see what happened to a lot of those guys. They're not hearing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. What's yours? Yeah.
2: <laughs> hmm. I don't, I don't know. Mine. I, I could... always say slow down because. Um, I don't know. I mean, I. Um, I always wanted to be. Um, you know the the biggest or the largest screen printer in in the world or the country or whatever and um that when i was younger you know that w- that was like one of my goals is like that that'd be really cool right well i reached a certain point and i realized that's not what it was about for me you know like it was i wasn't any happier you know as i got bigger let's say and so i was like okay well i reached a spot where um, I'm, I'm happy. I don't need, like right now I don't want to be bigger if that makes right. sense. And so, yeah, good. um, bigger isn't better. And, um, um,
3: uh, yeah, a lot of times yeah. you can't, yeah, you can't respond the way you can if, 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 at a better mm-hmm. size. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think for me, it's just like the it, learning, you know, in the beginning, you're just starting a business. You don't have a ton of employees. you, you're trying to just like grow it just because that this is your new pursuit. It's a new fun thing. It's like a video game. It's like leveling up or whatever, but you get to a certain point where you have, you know, you've been in in it for years and you have staff that have been there for years and everything else. And you learn it's not about the business and getting money, but it's about the people and like, supporting my staff and doing fun stuff with them and you know we don't i don't look at it as like this and my employees and i'm their boss it's like we just come here every day we do fun stuff we make rad prints and we do Mm -hmm. you know stuff that we really like to me it's about the craft and about hanging out with my friends and doing stuff um so it's nice to just be able to be like we are a big enough shop where we have mo- enough work to do and we can keep doing this every day i'm not looking at it as like how do i make this harder for myself how do i grow and do this other thing it's like i'm happy with with where i'm at yeah.
2: i i measured i i to that point i was just i measured success differently you know i used to measure it by total revenue and that's not what's important so success is a totally different thing for me now
0: yeah for sure so, so uh, yeah Bringing us to our next question. Hmm. Do you guys have any irrational fears? <laughs> Besides sharks.
2: <laughs> That's a rational fear, though. Not irrational. That's a fear. That's a real fear.
0: Well, probably not for these guys who have been there their whole life. For us, it's like... <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, that, that, that could be a fear. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sharks mm-hmm. sharks are scary. Um,
1: I also have rational fears, but... Certain
2: garments going out of style or something like that <laughs> <laughs> keeps them up at night. And you're he's
1: like, I oh, your out of style.
0: <laughs> he's getting beat up by like a SS forty five hundred large.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> pulls the drawstrings on the hood and it's closing in on him.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no,
0: no, I can't think of one. <clears throat> so, so sharks and black hoodies. Okay, next question.
3: Probably lavender hoodies, not black. <laughs> not yeah, lavender's good right now, but yeah. black's always, always
0: good. Yeah, lavender's good. Let's keep pushing that.
1: <laughs> them, lavender,
4: amazing. Blue aqua, light yellow, even peach, peach is still doing good. Yeah. Um, it's funny. A lot of like Instagram
0: influencers.
3: Instagram. Do you guys do a lot of the Instagram influencer guys?
0: <laughs> Some of them. Yeah, I do a cool. lot of like the you know, comedians and people like that, they're all working that market now. YouTubers, stuff like that. Yeah. Interesting.
3: All
2: right. Uh, next question is, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this?
3: Probably fishing. You'd be fishing, yeah. <laughs> 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 what do I'd you fish for? I like tuna. Probably mostly tuna.
0: That is something like, I don't want to go in the water, but I've always wanted to reel in like a massive fish on the ocean.
3: When you come to Long Beach, come to Long Beach between August and October this year.
0: All right. So I heard go to Long Beach, hang out, do shop tour, catch big-ass fish in the ocean. That's all I heard.
2: Yeah, you, you skipped You skipped the learn to surf part. And yeah, you, probably did that on, that. you probably did that on purpose, but you, right. you missed
0: that part. I can't stand on flat ground without falling over. You, you can learn to surf pretty easy
3: This is years back and uh, most of them couldn't even swim. And and we actually, there's a little place called Doheny just down from here, and the waves were, you know, that big, like ankle, knee high. And we put them on gigantic stand-up boards and launched them from one of us inside to, and another guy would be waiting. And they all could stand up because the boards are so big. And there's no sharks around there. And actually one girl (laughs) fell in about, maybe waist deep water and panicked so much she almost drowned even though she <laughs> all she had to do was put her feet down <laughs> they're, they're terrified mostly of water the people that we taught to surf but they did good
0: <laughs> awesome it was a team building exercise
3: true. yeah uh
0: what would you guys say is your spirit animal I don't know why this question is in there, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) It was left over from uh, the last one. We should have asked them them the boy band question.
4: Yeah, that's a good one, (laughs) (laughs) too.
0: What would, yeah, let's skip that one. What would your guys' boy band name be for the three of you?
3: We we wouldn't have one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely not the boy band type. When I was younger, I
4: had long hair and, um, one of, um, my dad's friends used to call me the, how many Beatles were there? Oh, there's four, right? <laughs> have, call me
0: that the, you were the fifth, beetle. I was the fifth <laughs> beetle. Yeah. Well, uh, we really appreciate you guys doing this with us. I mean, you guys are a company. We've really been wanting to talk to you. This is and, the first uh, time
3: we've ever done this. Yeah. Well, so hey. we, we thank you. It was, it, it's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah, no, we're happy to have you. And yeah. like I said, we love your stuff. So keep doing what you're doing. Just make sure it's in stock, please.
3: And flat folded. Just in <laughs> flat stock folded. and flat folded. I in stock,
0: it. flat folded, right. Chairway labels.
3: Chairway labels. <laughs> Except for the dyed stuff. No, not on the right. dyed stuff. Right, right,
0: right, and All
3: Anything right. else, like a color or a fit. Yeah, comment, always hit us up. We always want to hear that stuff. Because well, we'll change, you know, certain things you can't change right away because there's so much of it in stock. It is what it is. Um, but the, the future of that can change
0: when there's enough time. I, uh, I think me and Andy will have to take you guys up on that shop tour next time we're out
3: That'd be, that'd be awesome.
0: A shop tour and fishing trip. Yep. Sounds good to me. All right, deal. Okay, <laughs> you guys enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll, we'll catch you later. Okie
1: okay, right. dokie. Thank, Thank you, guys. Guys. you, guys. See you,
0: guys. Thanks. Yeah. See you later.
1: Thanks.